Hi, welcome to another episode of Tech Bytes, the ServiceNow podcast that helps you use the product better, faster, and more efficiently. I'm Suzanne Smith, your host. Today, you are going to hear some great information about reporting, including streamlining reports, report administration, adding security and ACLs to reports, some new Geneva features, including multi-level pivot tables, conditional formatting, and multi-level drill down. And we're going to talk about the idea of seeing reporting as the face of your ServiceNow instance. Today, I am very excited to have Heath Ramsey here. Hi, Heath. Hi, Suzanne. How are you doing today? Good. Thank you very much. Heath is a product marketing director here at ServiceNow. He's been here for about three years now. That's correct. Three years. And Heath is here today to talk about reporting, which is a topic that many of our podcast listeners have requested. So we're very excited to talk about that. Uh, I want to mention one other fast fact about Heath. Heath is a proud graduate of Duke University <laughs> and is a huge basketball fan, correct? That is correct. Uh, it's been a long time ago, probably about 20 <laughs> years at this point, but uh, the Duke Carolina game is coming up and it's, uh, it's going to be a stressful time for me, but I'm very happy to be here and talking about reporting to try to ease my nerves. To ease your nerves. Okay, we will focus on reporting and not, and not basketball, but I had to mention that, so <laughs> go Duke. Um. Reporting is a big, big part of the product. So I, I think most people are familiar with it, but can you give us a little background and talk a little bit about the, the reporting module in ServiceNow? Absolutely. So, I mean, reporting obviously goes back a long way in, in the ServiceNow platform. And for those of you who have a long history with the reporting engine, you've seen it at um, maybe not its best in the earlier versions of the platform. But uh, what you've seen is a very, very strong progression, especially over these last releases, Eureka, Fuji, and Geneva, where we've made a lot of strides and a lot of advancements. And you know, when we think about reporting the way, way I really want you to think is that reporting is the face of whatever it is that you're doing within the platform. If you are working with a process, if you're working with an application, the data and what you're presenting to people and all of your stakeholders becomes very critical because that gives them the information that they need to know how the process is performing and how the requests are being managed. So, you know, with respect to reporting, if I have any advice, it really is to take the time to be thinking about what you want to present to people and go out and advocate and get requests from your stakeholders and figure out what is meaningful for them to see on a daily basis to help them manage the process. And reporting has been in the product from the beginning. It has been, yes. And it is included when you buy. That is correct. Service yes. now. Um, I want to specifically ask you from the beginning, this is confusing for people, what is the difference between reporting and performance analytics? Suzanne, that's a great question. And it's it's one that I get all the time. And the way that we like to think about it is that these, these technologies, reporting and performance analytics, are complementary to one another. Uh, if you think about reporting, reporting is a great way for you to be able to look at the current state of your process, look at the current state of the requests, what you need to be working on today. 
what's important from a work perspective. Performance analytics, on the other hand, is more of a trending tool. You, you take the same measurement over time and you look at the overall performance of the process. So when you use performance analytics together with reporting, you get a complete picture because performance analytics will allow you to see the trends that are developing inside the process and the reporting puts the information right there in terms of what you should be working on today and what's meaningful in order to get everybody aligned and working towards a common business goal. Thank you. I wanted to be sure people got that difference right from the beginning. Excellent. I want to talk about some best practices now with reporting. And uh, can you can you tell us first the difference between the available reports? There are available reports in, in the module. There are, yep. And then customers have the ability to create custom reports. Absolutely. So whenever you get ServiceNow as a platform, there's a, a whole series of standard reports and content that come with the platform. And these are reports that were built by our development team based upon a whole lot of experience and working with customers and what we've heard from customers as what they most commonly want to see around the visualizations, the dashboards, the, the home pages, those, those types of things. But that doesn't mean that you're stuck with just those things that come with the product. Uh, everybody has the ability to customize the reports, and we encourage people to customize the reports and really tailor it to their environment because everybody is a little bit different. What we generally recommend is that people use those standard reports as a model. There's a lot of great information in there, things that you can follow in terms of data structures, ways to go and get the information from the different tables. But certainly, you know, again, that, that customization and making it fit your environment and what you need your stakeholders to see is very important. Great. What are some of the other best practices that you recommend when people are using reporting? Well, I mentioned it a little bit earlier in the podcast, which is really what is your reporting strategy? What we tend to find with our customers, because they have the ability to do custom reporting and they put it out there in the field and everybody can create their own report, is that we get this proliferation of reports. Worker number one decides that they need to report to see a certain thing. Worker number two sees needs the same exact thing and perhaps they create the same exact report. And you see this proliferation of stuff that's going on with respect to, well, proliferation of number of reports that are out there that tends to start to get very large. And then the information doesn't necessarily, it's not meaningful to people just because they're out there mining their own information. So if you think about it reporting, I would always bring it back to the application, the service, what it is that you're trying to provide and what's most meaningful for people to be able to see and to consume about that particular process. So really start with a strategy and understand what it is that you want to visualize. Some of the other things then, once you have that strategy, make sure that you're doing the proper administration and monitoring of the reports. We talked about that proliferation. Uh, with Fuji, you have the ability to go in there and really see how people are using the reports. You can see which reports are being unused. You can see which ones are your biggest offenders, meaning that they're the heaviest use. They're causing the, the most, um, you know, most resource contention in your instance. And you have the ability to go through and find out what those big offenders are and you can start to groom and you can start to cultivate and you can go talk to people and say, look, do you know that this report also exists over here? You don't need this one or you can call out the, um, the reports that are no longer used or the people who are creating bad queries that are affecting your instance. You're going to be able to talk to them and then potentially recommend changes for them. So when we think about best practices, I really strategy administration, that those are the big things keep control yes. over, yep. over what's what's going on. Um, do you have any tips about how people can avoid P1s when they're using reporting? 
Yes, I do have some tips on how to avoid P1s, and I'm I'm going to go back to this idea of report administration. So one, ma- making sure that you understand the different types of reports, how they're being used, who's creating them, why they're creating them, because that, that proactivity is certainly going to help. The other thing that you want to look at is specifically the report builder, which is make sure that you are using queries and the, the different types of, of options within the design designer, the report designer, that are not taxing. So if you're saying things like, give me everything in this really large table and make it sure that it is one of four or five different values, that's the kind of thing that's going to be a little bit more intensive than if you try to select a specific value from the the table instead. So really be thinking about what you're querying, the type of data set that's coming back, and also make sure that the, the data are important. I mean, why does this report exist and is it meaningful? Do you really need to have this information? And that's certainly going to help with the performance and with the administration. That's good. Best practice advice. Thank you. Okay. I want to talk about a few tips and tricks now. Do you have any for us? Uh, of course I do. Well, of course and, I mean, you do. <laughs> I'm, I'm always going to go back to this idea of report administration because I think it's so incredibly important. And I know that's not a, a super technical feature of reporting in the platform, but it's Really, report administration is a way of life, and we find that the most successful customers with reporting are the ones that are have an active hand in making sure that the, the the data are really presented in the right way, and that reports just are not getting out of control within the organization. But it doesn't stop there. There's there's plenty of other interesting things and and tips and tricks and and features that people um, can take advantage of. One of the things that I do want to talk about with respect to tips and tricks, and it made me a little bit less of a tip or trick, more of a troubleshooting kind of thing. Um, Reports are very sensitive to ACLs, access control lists in the platform. So if you're designing a report, if you're trying to present information, you really need to be thinking about the information that the consumer is going to be able to see because the reports follow the security model that we have inside the platform. So if you have complex ACLs and you're expecting people to see information and they're not seeing the information, then I probably would go and and see what's happening with the ACL and why that information is being removed from the report and that you're not getting the results that you expected. Yeah, report security is a big issue all around. Yep, it is. It is. And so, you know, tips and tricks as well. Make sure that the right people are seeing the reports that they need to see as well and really come up with a set of standard reports, whether you're using the standard reports that are in the platform or you're using those custom reports that you generate for your organization, but to make those standards reports public and available and giving people access to them will also reduce their need to go out and create a whole bunch of other reports because they'll have a catalog and they'll have a library available to them. And another issue around report security People are creating reports at different levels. Sometimes it's for all the the frontline people. Sometimes it's specifically for managers. That's correct. So it, it's a lot about who your audience is. Absolutely. And who can see, who can or should see what Yeah, who ab- should not. Absolutely. And I think going back to the idea of strategy, understanding your stakeholders and what information that they need to see is very important because what you visualize and give to your worker is going to be a little bit different than what you visualize for your manager, which may be different than what you visualize for your executive, but it all needs to come from the same common place so that there's no argument, there's no fighting over whose data are accurate. And that's a really important component of keeping people aligned and driving towards a business goal. It's our single source of truth. It is our single source of truth. You're right. 
I'd like to talk about one of our favorite things on the podcast, and that's the underdog feature. Because uh, there always is one, <laughs> you know, there things. always is one. And, and you know, this is, the, this is the feature that people may not know about, may not yep. have found, yep. but could find really useful. And because yep. you know the product so well and are an expert, yep. we ask you to tell us what you think that underdog feature is. Well, I think I'm actually going to give you three underdogs. Wow. Okay. Impressive. Because there's, there's so many different things in, about the reporting engine. And it has changed so rapidly over the past few releases. I just want to make sure that people are aware of a, a few different things. The first is that we, um, we've gotten requests in the past for a multi-level pivot table, and that is available within Geneva. So you, and it's, you can put as many rows and columns into your pivot table as you want to now, and that is a visualization that, um, again, I think you're going to have a lot of fun with because you're, it's something that you haven't been able to do that you've been requesting for a long time. So multi-level pivot tables are a, one of the key underdogs. And the way that you get to that really is just by selecting that particular visualization from the drop-down list when you're looking at the visualizations and the types of reports. So that's item number one that I really would uh, recommend to people. The second one is um, what I would call conditional formatting. So if you've tried to do conditional formatting in the past, you've had to go down to the record level and, and put some rules on the record level to change the field of specific color. You no longer need to do that with the release of Geneva. Um, there is conditional formatting built in. And if you go to the gear icon next to the visualization, that's where you can do all of your conditional formatting. And if you use that in conjunction with your multi-level pivot tables I just talked about, that's how you can get that red, yellow, green kind of status and really pick out some of the hot spots with respect to the, the data that you're looking at. So definitely recommend conditional formatting and exploring that. And then the last piece is what I would call the multi-level drill down. For those of you who are familiar with ServiceNow reporting, you know that you have a visualization like a bar chart or, or something similar. And when you click on the information, you get to a list of records. And that's great, but it doesn't really allow you to specifically get to the pieces that you're looking for. What you now also have with Geneva is you have what we call a multi-level drill down, which means that you can go from a pie chart to a bar chart, to a stack bar chart, to a heat map, to a single score. When you click on that button, you no longer immediately go to a list. So as a report administrator or a report creator, you have the ability to control that visualization and publish it in that way. And so if, if you really think about it, that top level, maybe you're getting a few hundred or a few thousand records. You do your first drill down into another visualization. You're at 200 records. You do another drill down. You're at 50 and so forth and so on. And then when you get to your last level of visualization and you click on it, you get to a list. And so now you're really looking at just those specific records that are the most meaningful to you because you've gotten through all the different layers of analysis that you might want to pursue. Those are great underdog features. And those are things people have been asking for yep. specifically yes, they have for a been. while. So we are very happy to deliver that. And you know, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, continuous improvement on our side through the different releases. And uh, you can expect you will see additional improvements coming out in future versions of the ServiceNow platform as well as it pertains to reporting. Reporting is so integral to the whole product. Can you talk a little bit about how reporting ties into the various pieces and parts of ServiceNow and how it can be used in conjunction? Absolutely. And I'm, I'm really glad that you asked that question because 
I think there's a tendency to think of reporting as something that you do after the fact. You've implemented a process, you've implemented an application, and oh wait, now I actually have to report on it and figure out what's going on. And, and I think when you think about reporting, you really should be thinking that it is the face. It is the face of your service. It is the face of your application. And to treat it in that way as you're developing the application or you're developing the service is critically important. If you can pull that information and understand what you want to measure and what you want to report on as you're developing it, then the reporting becomes a seamless part of your rollout. And that is going to drive that alignment that's going to drive the data into people's hands that's very useful, that's going to allow them to, you as an organization, to meet your business goals. So if I would say anything about reporting, it's it, it touches pretty much every part of the platform. You really want to be thinking about it as that integrated type of solution. And yeah, it's, it's the face of, of what people see, uh, especially on the measurement and the metrics. Do you have any examples of how you've seen customers kind of creatively use reporting to showcase a certain module or a certain part of ServiceNow and get information about it? Hmm. So, you know, when I think of when I think of the question put that way, and I think of it being interesting, and I'm perhaps a little bit of a strange person, uh, it's the <laughs> it's the uh, it's the tailoring of the visualization, and and I, I want to clarify that the face of the application, because the face of the application is also it's the portal and it's what the consumer sees as well, right? The face of the application for the other stakeholders, like the fulfiller and the man, the service owner and the executive, that's where reporting really comes into play. So what our customers are doing with their homepages and with their reports are really building visualizations that are tailored and specific for the people who need to act upon them. So it is making sure that the reports are aligned with the people that are consuming them, aligned with the overall business goal. Everybody has an understanding of what the measurement means and why it's being measured. And that's where it's really, that's where it's important and that's where it's critical. The Knowledge Conference is coming up in the middle of May this year. <laughs> it is. I'm not going to get any sleep between now and then. I can, I can imagine. I am guessing that you have some interesting things planned for the Knowledge Conference around reporting. We, we absolutely do. So it, when you think about the Knowledge Conference, we usually break it down into three sections. There's the, the pre-conference, the, the main conference, and then there's CreatorCon afterwards. Um, you know, Certainly at the pre-conference, there's going to be some sessions where reporting is going to be embedded as part of the training and the workshops that are going on. And you're going to see that, you know, face of a process that we've been talking about. In the main conference, we're going to have a series of breakout sessions. So there's a track called um, analytics and reporting that you can look at on the registration page and you can see the specific sessions that are associated with that. And that will include a session on the BU roadmap. So you'll get to see what we're doing in Helsinki and beyond and where we're going to be taking reporting. So I think that's a a great session for people who are interested in reporting to attend. Uh, my general manager, Carl Vanderpol, will be the person who's presenting that particular session, and um, you're going to learn a lot in there. On the lab side, we've got a series of labs. There will be four around reporting and performance analytics. Again, we talked about them as being complementary types of, of technologies, and there is a specific reporting lab. So you, you can get isolated on reporting, and you will see that in the registration as well. And then, uh, you know, CreatorCon, again, if you're interested in application development, be thinking about your data structures and building the reports as part of your application development process instead of doing it after the fact. 
It will be a busy conference for reporting and it analytics. Is. Yes. It will. Now, if people want more information about reporting, we have a variety of places they can go. Where have you stashed information for us, Heath? Oh, there's pockets of, <laughs> pockets of information everywhere. Uh, sometimes I think that's the, the biggest challenge is that there's a, a lot of great stuff out there and it's, it's a matter of organizing it. One of the things that we're doing within RBU in conjunction with our support organization is creating a KB article on high, which will be a collector for all things related to reporting and also performance analytics. Uh, that's in the process of being created, but very soon when you go out on high and you do a search, you should be able to find the article and it'll be your thumbnail into other KB articles, community articles, YouTube videos, et cetera, things that are related to reporting. Uh, I do want to call out that we have created a series of videos for YouTube that gives you some really interesting and useful information about creating reports and some of these advanced topics that you might be interested in as well. So if you go to the ServiceNow YouTube channel, there's a separate playlist for reporting. You can look at that. I think there's six or seven videos in there right now, but that's a, a really good place to start as well. And of course, uh, other you know, standard resources, the product documentation site. We're always going to be improving that and you can find some great information there. And then out in the community, uh, if you're going to be posting and asking questions around reporting, we generally recommend that you do that in the performance analytics section of the community. And that's because the business unit and a lot of specialized people think of reporting and performance analytics together. And you probably will get a lot more response if you, if you go into that area. And we are taking steps within the community to try to get general reporting questions in other areas of the community linked back to performance analytics so that we can monitor that a little bit better. But really, you know, go check out the performance analytics area and, and post your questions there. That's a very lively group in, the, in the community. <laughs> that is. is a very, very lively group. Good conversations <laughs> happening there. Very good. And that is a lot of good resources for people. I think... With reporting, seeing is believing too. So when you look at the videos, when you look at the documentation and you see some of the screenshots, it, it brings it to life. It and will. you can really see it in motion and see some of those possibilities, especially some of the new possibilities in Geneva. Absolutely. Yes. yes. Well, Heath, you were a much requested guest for the podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here and sharing your reporting knowledge with us. Thank you, Suzanne. It's really been a pleasure. It's been a fun time. Thank you. And we will also have another separate podcast episode with Heath specifically about performance analytics. So if you enjoyed this one about reporting, look for the one on performance analytics. Thank you again, Heath. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening to another episode of ServiceNow Tech Bytes.